everyone, this is Vicky from Vivid Talks. Today I'm bringing on a very special guest, Cherno TV, who is a full-time video game streamer on Twitch with over 200,000 subscribers. He started streaming full-time in 2013, and I'd love to share with you his journey and insight as a full-time video game streamer. Welcome, Cherno. I'm really excited to have you on Vivid Talks for interview today. I'm so excited you're here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, good to Hello. be here. Would you like to introduce yourself and let the listeners know what type of job or work you do? My name is Jonathan, aka Cherno TV. I stream on Twitch TV. Been doing it since 2013. Oh wow! So seven years now right it doesn't really feel like it's been that long <laughs> right and that's like a full-time gig you stream like six days a week yep six days a week for about six to seven hours a day oh wow and i think you stream in the afternoon and into the evening right yep usually around north america prime time can you tell us a little bit about your setup like what kind of equipment do you use when you're streaming now so starting off i was just running a single monitor and a rock band microphone that was up until i first got partnership and then i'm like oh i can splurge on a second monitor now stuck with that for a while i slowly started upgrading my microphone because rock band mic not the greatest thing in the world but definitely worked, <laughs> but the sound was a little muddy a few years or so into it i tried streaming pc out just like the separate computer to just do all the encoding found that to be a bit too much of a hassle so i dialed it back to one pc eventually got a third monitor because i like separating like obs chat donations just so i can do like quick glances I think one of my best investments, though, was probably like this microphone. Oh, what microphone is that? It's the Shure SM7B. Relatively popular one. It's really good. I just have like a mixer, a Yamaha, and I just have a capture card for consoles. I'm all running on one oh. computer now. What do you use a mixer for? I'm not familiar with that. I mostly just use it as a mic input, but I also oh, okay. use it to capture console audio because oh. there's an audio out on the capture card and I plug it into the mixer. It just gets rid of audio delay when I'm playing rhythm games instead of just using like the built-in audio capture on OBS for the capture card. Interesting. I didn't know you can use that. I usually, when I stream, I just plug everything in. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, there's this like, really cool thing out. It's called like the Go XLR. It's really, really nice and fancy, but haven't really wanted to spend the $700 on oh. it. <laughs> so what got you started doing streaming? So back in 2012, I was gifted Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition <laughs> by a friend. <laughs> And in 2013, there was Awesome Games Done Quick, and there was a speedrun for Dark Souls done by a runner by the name of Cotty. And I was very unemployed and very bored at the time, so I figured I'd dust off the old rock band microphone and just stream learning how to speedrun Dark Souls. Oh, wow. From then, how did you figure out that you wanted to do it full time? Because you were just kind of playing around with testing out your game. I think it was when I first got my first few viewers in the chat. They definitely kept me motivated to keep going. Oh, so I had someone okay. to talk to. And I also got added to Speedrun's live Twitch team back when they're actually accepting people. And that got me to show up on the front page of the website. Wow. Definitely helped a lot. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of a perfect storm of stuff. <laughs> That's true. A lot of people struggle with the same thing. They kind of start and they have like a couple of viewers that they keep watching, but then you eventually picked up to get a lot more viewers. And that was partially because you were able to join that speedrun team, right? Yep. I also got really lucky and a streamer by the name of Man vs. Game from oh, way back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. He was on a huge Dark Souls kick and he actually raided me one day through Twitter 
And when I saw like a bunch of people in chat started saying his name, I got like super nervous. Oh no! I obviously knew who he was back then. And I proceeded to die to an easy boss like 20 times. And he felt bad that he caused that. So he just raided me for like two weeks straight. Aww, <laughs> that's really nice. He's a good man. <laughs> I'm so happy that you were able to get all these experiences and able to grow your channel. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Do you still do a lot of speedruns or do you do a variety of different types of games? I more or less stopped doing speedruns full-time a couple years or so ago and kind of just switched to full-time variety. Speedrunning got a little bit frustrating. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. So when you say variety, like do you finish a game first or you kind of play a couple of streams and then move on to another game or how does that work? Kind of a bad habit of hopping around games a bit too much. <laughs> Lately I've been trying to actually like focus and finish on a game and then move on to another one. But I'll have certain days of the week where I dedicate to like a certain thing. Like generally on Saturdays I'll play with a specific group of friends. How do you find that your viewers like that? Do they prefer you hopping around so there's variety or you kind of continue a specific game for a whole week i think they don't mind the hopping around but i feel like they'd prefer if i just you know got things finished oh. <laughs> in sooner than two months <laughs> i think that's a lot of gamers problems they hop around with too many games right oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so what got you motivated to continue streaming so after you've gotten like all these viewers watching you and and you've kind of figured out your routine i think it was mostly just that just having the audience and seeing it steadily grow because after the raids happened for man the audience size i had basically doubled it actually propelled me into wow. partnership can you explain a little bit about how your workflow of the gaming is like how you choose a game how do you start your stream and what do you do throughout the stream so for choosing a game i don't usually jump on like newest releases right away with Twitch's size right now, they get pretty oversaturated by like thousands of streamers. Right. So I'll usually try to pick something like a little older, a little more obscure that would still have an interest from the audience. Sometimes at the end of the stream, I'll play like a random rhythm game for an hour or so because I do like playing rhythm games still. Right. Despite all the DMCA nonsense going on right now. Right. But you started with your rock band headset, right? So. <laughs> yeah. I don't like cheap rock band microphone and an $8 desk stand and that's all I had. Anything works as long as you can get started. Oh yeah. Throughout your streaming, do you do a lot of interaction with your followers and how do you actually keep up with your crazy chat that's going like rolling <laughs> through the screen? Can you concentrate reading the messages as well as keeping up with your game? Absolutely. I love interacting with chat. I actually probably during the stream look at chat more than I look at the game I'm playing. Oh really? <laughs> I think Thing that's helped me keep up with it is I had a very slow growth starting out. As more people started funneling in, I learned to start chatting with more and more people. A lot of streamers nowadays kind of just they go viral and they explode instantly and they don't really know how to interact with like Aww. thousands of people at one time. So a lot of them kind of talk at chat instead of to chat. Oh, they just kind of just talk to it and then don't really interact with the audience. Yeah, they love being talked to. They get a bit rowdy if I'm busy and can't pay full attention to oh, them. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, they're like, pay attention to us and hi. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say would be the thing you like the most every night when you start your stream? Probably just talking to chat. Talking to <laughs> as chat? As easy as it sounds. I really enjoy spending time with them. They're 
a bunch of good people. I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of them at conventions back in the early days. At Anime Expo too, right? <laughs> oh, that was a really fun booth. <laughs> I know, you were like swarmed by your fans when they were having that meet and greet, so I was happy to see that. The first TwitchCon that ever happened, I was lucky enough, Twitch actually like paid for my flight and hotel room. Oh, wow! And all I really had to do for them was a meet and greet panel. I was expecting maybe like two or three people to show up, but there was a huge line and I was busy the whole hour. And it was like it was a really cool experience. So when you go to TwitchCon, I've seen like at the convention, they kind of have booths where partnered streamers would have meet and greet like autograph sessions. Is that what you're talking about or actually like a room, like a panel room? It was a meet and greet autograph session. Oh, okay, okay. And you only had to do one for the entire weekend? Yep. Wow! Like an hour, and then I check things out. Right. Hang out with a bunch of other streamers. Do you ever find that if you do collaborations with people or just partnerships with people, that kind of helps with your channel too? Then it actually took a while for my community to warm up to me doing streams with other people because oh, usually okay. like when it's just me in front oh. of the microphone, they just want you. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a good group of people, then you all like mesh well together and have good chemistry and interactions. Mm-hmm. And- it definitely helps, and people really have fun with it. Do you go to a lot of Twitch cons, or was that your only one? You've uh, that been was to? actually the only one I've been to so oh, far. Oh, okay. They always have some crazy, like, surprise guest appearance at the end of the party, which is insane. And those parties are like crazy to get into. It's weird, but I'm nostalgic for 2019. <laughs> Well, if you could go to conventions again, which one would you want to go to? Anime Expo is pretty much like my guaranteed to go to every year. Just since my first year going, I've just had a really good time there. I love the area mm-hmm. it's in and just all the people that go. Do you ever set up like meeting greets and conventions just to meet your fans? I've tried to, but I've been like kind of really bad about it. And I feel oh. a little guilty. I like to say I'm going to and then I just get really distracted by other things meet and greet just ends up being people who run into me on the convention floor and say hi how does that feel when you actually go out in public or to a convention and then you see fans that recognize you at first it was definitely a little weird like the first thing i ever went to was summer games done quick 2014 i was just like so overwhelmed and so nervous people knew who i was based off of just my voice because i didn't webcam or show my face back then oh i didn't really recognize them at first once i got used to it i love it it's fun to meet everyone so when people meet you like they ask for selfies or you guys chat sometimes it's selfies sometimes they want to hug other times they just want to say hi Mm -hmm. say a quick like oh i like your stream bye (laughs) oh Sometimes I feel like it takes a lot of courage for some fans to come up to say hi to one of their idols or their favorite streamers or celebrities. I've actually struggled with that myself going to TwitchCon. I remember seeing like DJ Wheat there and I've been a big fan of his for like 10 years or so and mm-hmm. I was too nervous to go up and say hi. And then you're just like in the corner watching them like, oh, I see them. That's, that's yep, good enough. <laughs> yep, exactly. And I've had a few people like tweet at me after conventions saying like, oh, I saw you, but I was like too nervous to come up and say hi. Right. And I'm usually just like, I love meeting people. Come up. I don't bite. It's just like a different feeling when fans come up to you you just feel so like wow like all my hard work it's you know it's paid off and people give oh, yeah. joy to people even though i still consider myself just like some dude who plays video games on a website that people watch for some reason <laughs> do you ever do like donation goals and saying hey if i reach a certain goal then i can get this new capture card or i haven't really done donation goals but i have done like sub goals whenever i do subathons 
which is whenever people subscribe, time gets added to a timer and I'll have like just certain incentives to go for. What kind of incentives? Something for nothing. So the last one I did, my incentives were, one of them was a cooking stream. <laughs> the other one was a VR stream, which I have to do yet. I've almost got it set up. The other one, which chat really enjoyed was I was a VTuber for a stream. <laughs> That's cool. Beyonce actually made me a Cherno avatar. Nice. Used it and it was actually a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. You're definitely like a lot more emotive when you're using a 2D avatar. Trying to be a little sillier. Right. It's pretty fun. I enjoyed it. What kind of, I guess, scenarios would cause you to run events? And how often do you run it? Like once a month or once every few months? Subathons are run very rarely. I think that was like my third one in the past like three years. Oh, wow. They get to be a bit much. <laughs> on for so long and i feel like doing them like once a month kind of cheapens the whole thing i like it to be more of a special event right do it like maybe once a year once every few months six months around there the last time i did one was kind of for paying off some unfortunate car bills i had oh i see i see but whatever helps yeah understanding and they're really supportive during it so i'm very grateful for that What would be a piece of advice you would give to someone that's starting out with streaming or really want to grow their audience? I'd say the best piece of advice I can give people right now is just do it purely for fun. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people who come up to me disappointed after the first month saying they don't have a following yet and that they're ready to give up. Not a great mindset too. Twitch is incredibly oversaturated these days. Mm -hmm. Back when I started in 2013, there really wasn't that many people doing it. But nowadays you've got like mobile streaming, PS4s have streaming, Xboxes have streaming. Go in it for fun. Stick to like one game that you really like and can play for long hours. The worst thing you can do starting out is hopping games. The longer you're in a category, the more discoverability you have. Also, networking is a pretty big thing. Make friends with people who play the same games as you or in the same category as you. Just hope for the best. It's a lot harder these days to grow a Twitch channel, but it's still definitely possible. Well, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciated thank you for it. Me. I enjoyed this. You're a great interviewer. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, thanks for sharing your story and your insight to all of us. Yeah, thank cheers. You very much. Take care.